It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. And a very good Monday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again, the Oda Paint Podcast. It's Monday. It's September 11th. It's 2023. The Joe Beningo Oda Paint Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by a needed discount tire. And, of course, our friends at DraftKings. Before we get into all the uh, opening day of football yesterday, of course, the Jet game tonight against Buffalo, uh, let's never forget uh, 22 years ago today, September 11, 2001, uh, probably the worst day in the history uh, of this country, at least in my lifetime. And um, we ne- we should never, ever forget what went down that day because that day we were all patriots, not New England patriots. We were all patriots right it was all about america and i think uh, maybe we've a lot of people have kind of forgot what really went down that day so but uh, let's remember 22 years ago today september 11 2001 let's never ever forget what happened on that day all right let's get to the football here we go let's i mean so much yesterday opening day in the nfl what's better than that and we'll start with the absolute disaster last night at MetLife by the Giants. I mean, you know, what else can you say? I mean, the Giants did me a favor because, you know, I was able to cut out of this game and go to sleep after the, the Cowboys scored on the opening drive of the second half to make it 33-0. But this game was a disaster. 40 to nothing. Who saw this coming? And this game was really over in the first quarter. The Giants had a nice drive to start the quarter, a couple nice runs by Daniel Jones. They got inside the 10-yard line. And then on third down, the rookie center uh, made a bad snap to Jones. He fumbled the snap. He had to jump on it to recover. The uh, Giants tried to settle for a Graham Gano field goal. The field goal was blocked. It was taken to the house by the Cowboys, and immediately they had a 6 nothing lead. They missed the extra point. They made it 9 nothing, and they scored a field goal on their next drive. And then the Giants down 9 nothing, and this really was the end of the game. I mean, you can say whatever you want. Giants down 9 nothing. Deep in their own territory, Jones with a little swing pass to Saquon Barkley. Uh, Travion Diggs hits Barkley just as he catches the ball. The ball bounces up in the air. It's picked off by one of the Cowboy defensive backs who basically walks in <clears throat> for a uh, pick six touchdown. The Giants are down 16 nothing, and the game was over. I mean, what else can you say? They were overrun by the Cowboy defensive line. Micah Parsons had a monster game. Seven sacks of Daniel Jones last night. I don't know how many times the Cowboys hit him. This was an absolute disaster. And, I, you know, in the rain last night at MetLife, let's hope it doesn't rain tonight for our game, but in the rain last night for, uh, uh, at MetLife, and I feel for all my buddies, man, uh, the, the Duke and Clay and, and all my buddies who were Giant fans that went to this disaster last night, I doubt they stayed too long, but uh, 
Yeah. So much for closing the gap on the Cowboys, who have now beaten the Giants, I believe it's 12 of the last 13 times. Just an absolute beatdown last night at MetLife Stadium. It's only week one. You know, we always, you know, I always say the overreaction to week one, and believe me, if the Jets lose tonight, I'll be overreacting. But the overreacting to, to week one is always crazy. I mean, is you know, you lost 40 to nothing. I mean, if you lost the game, you know, 21-20 on a, on a last or 20 to 19 on a last second field goal or something like that, you know, uh, it's just, it still counts as only one loss, but boy, oh boy, nobody saw this coming last night. Giants absolutely annihilated by the Dallas Cowboys and they lose the game 40 to nothing. I mean, there's really nothing else you can say. Just an out and out disaster. And like I said, they did me a favor because I was able to go to bed right early in the third quarter after the Cowboys made it 33, nothing. I don't think there was any concern that the Giants were coming back. So not a great start, to say the least, for the Giants. Giants now go to Arizona to play the Cardinals next week. The Cardinals lost yesterday to the Commanders 20-16. to They gave them a game in Washington, but the uh, Washington football team, the Redskins, really, that's what they are, survived, and they win the game 20-16. to So the Giants will be in Arizona next week to play the Cardinals, and then they got that quick turnaround uh, the following Thursday night against the who looks like a, 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 a looked like an absolute powerhouse yesterday, the San Francisco 49ers. And, you know, to me, outside of maybe what Dallas did to the Giants, the most impressive team I saw yesterday was San Francisco. So Giants have to lick their wounds. Uh, got a Cardinal team that they should beat next week in Arizona and then that tough turnaround on a Thursday night against the 49ers. And really, you, need, you know, that Cardinal game now, if you're a Giant fan, that becomes a, a must-win game. Because you don't want to be 0-2 going into San Francisco to play the Niners because you're looking at a, uh, you know, a, a very, very, very uh, tough and realistic 0-3 start if you don't win next week. So very tough loss. Of course, the Cowboys will play the Jets next week. And after what I saw from Dallas, I mean, this isn't going to be any easy game. All the more reason for the Jets to get off, the, get off uh, right away, off on the right foot and knock off Buffalo tonight at MetLife. So uh, not a good opening night for the Giants. San Francisco, you know, one of the games I had yesterday, I mean, matter of fact, not a very good week for me with the picks. I need the Jets tonight just to get one win. I was all over these home underdogs, and boy, was I wrong. I had uh, Pittsburgh, who got hammered by the 49ers yesterday in Pittsburgh. I had the Patriots, who uh, were down 16 nothing early to the Eagles. The Eagles wound up holding on and beating them uh, 25-20. So I had two losses yesterday. I need the Jets getting two and a half tonight. I think it's actually down to two. But I need the Jets to get it, get it done for me tonight so I avoid a winless opening week. And my wife, of course, predictably so, a very solid week for Terry. She went 2-1, and one, right? She had the Falcons, who, who won 24-10 yesterday, knocked off the Carolina Panthers. And she had the Broncos, excuse me, the Raiders, who beat the Broncos 17-16. And we're watching. And, and, I, and I noticed with my wife that she's going to get into it because now – you know, she's, you know, seeing, oh, this isn't too bad. The only game she lost was the Vikings, who lost 20 to 17, got upset by Baker Mayfield and the Bucks in Minnesota. But, uh, man, we were watching a lot of that game. I had the red zone going yesterday. I watched the red, we watched the red zone basically the whole four o'clock games. And, and it was crazy going back and forth between the Patriots and the Eagles, the crazy game between the Chargers and the Dolphins. What a game that was, even though Miami wound up winning it. Uh, and the Raider Bronco game. And it looked like the Raiders were dead when Garoppolo threw an interception in the end zone. They were down 13-10. He threw a pick in the end zone. 
with the Raiders driving deep into Denver territory. Um, Denver drove after that, but got only a field goal out of that. So they're up 16 to 10, and then Garoppolo drove the uh, the Raiders back down the field for what proved to be the game-winning touchdown, and they held on 17-16. So they were the only team, by the way. The Raiders were the only team to win yesterday in the AFC East, or actually this week, uh, AFC West, excuse me, because uh, obviously Kansas City lost on Thursday night to Detroit, and uh, Denver got you know lost to the Raiders, and then it's Chargers losing yesterday to Miami, and I'll get to that game in a minute. But my wife with a good opening week as she goes <laughs> two and one, no surprise there, and she was all pumped up watching that Raider game. I can tell you that, but <clears throat> she was sweating it out, right? Exactly. But anyway, she got the win. She's two and one, and she's ahead of me already. No matter, I, I need to, like I said, I need the Jets win to win tonight to at least have a one and two week. I did hit the knockout pool with the Ravens, who predictably blew out Houston twenty five to nine. So uh, they did lose uh, C.K. Dobbins though for the year with an Achilles. So a tough loss for the, for the Ravens as far as Dobbins going down for the year. But they they beat up Houston twenty five to nine. So that was my knockout pick. At least I hit on that one. But getting back to the 49ers, boy, were they impressive yesterday. I mean, they just wiped the floor with Pittsburgh. You know, so many people were so high on the Steelers coming into the year. You know, Kenny Pickett, he looked good in, in, in preseason. Preseason means nothing. Preseason means diddly squat. Just forget it. Whatever you did in preseason, just, you know, don't even pay attention because it means absolutely nothing. And the Niners, I mean, you look—you talk about a loaded team. Oh, my God. What team in football has more weapons than this team has? Brock Purdy looks like he's completely healthy. Uh, he just he just uh, ate up the Steelers defense yesterday. I mean, it was a joke. They had no pressure on Purdy. Uh, Brandon Ayuk had a monster game, caught two touchdown passes. How many big catches did he make? Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a monster game, over 100 yards rushing, had that long. 55, 60-yard touchdown run where Ayuk and one of the other receivers made tremendous blocks on that touchdown run. Uh, how about this? The Steelers didn't even get a first down until late in the first half. They 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 were inside the two-minute warning when they finally got a first down. They actually scored uh, to cut the lead from 20 to nothing to 20 to 7, and it looked like it was actually going to be a game. But then on the first drive of the second half for the Niners, I mentioned that touchdown run by McCaffrey. And he took it to the house like 50, 65, whatever yards it was. And that was it. The game was over. At that point, I cut out of the 90 game. And, of course, San Francisco went on to win it 30-7. to And, like I said, they look very, very, very impressive defensively. Nick Boza all over the place after he signed his big contract. Fred Warner was a monster yesterday uh, for San Francisco. So, man, the Niners looked good yesterday. Uh, I guess outside of Dallas, what they did to the Giants, the Niners looked better than anybody. And people really were high on Pittsburgh, and they just were bad yesterday. Bad penalties. Pickett was terrible. So, uh, yeah, San Francisco really looked good in winning their game yesterday. After that, I cut out to watch the second half of the Cleveland-Cincinnati game. And how about the Browns? Big day for Deshaun Watson. <clears throat> they Really big day for the running game. Because Nick Chubb rushed for over 100 yards, and the Browns rushed for right around 200 yards in his football game and just beat up Cincinnati 24-3. to Joe Burrow had a terrible game. Uh, they were all over him in this game. As a matter of fact, he got pulled pretty early by Zach Taylor. So Cleveland, in what looks to be a, a pretty tough division, now, I don't know, you know, look, again, you don't want to go too crazy on what happened to the Steelers yesterday, especially losing to a team like San Francisco. 
But they, that AFC North looks pretty damn good. You got the Ravens. You got Cleveland that looks really good. You know the Bengals are going to bounce back, and, you know, they're going to look a lot better than they did yesterday, and you've got to feel the same with the Steelers. But uh, good win for Cleveland yesterday, 24-3. The dog pound was howling, uh, to say the least. There's no doubt about it. So uh, the Browns at 1-0, and and the Ravens at 1-0 and in that AFC North, and both Pittsburgh and Cincinnati go down uh, in defeat in that game. Other games yesterday as we uh, go around the NFL from uh, the entire month. My son Johnny had a good day. I'm sure he sweated out the Saints 16-15 to 15 win over the Titans in New Orleans. A uh, good opening day for Derek Carr through a touchdown pass. Had a pretty decent all-around day, but uh, not exactly an easy one for the Saints. Big day for Chris Olave, uh, Garrett Wilson's teammate at Ohio State. What do you got? Catch you, uh, eight catches for 112 yards for Olave yesterday. So the Saints win their game, and uh, really everybody but Carolina won in that NFC South. Uh, the Falcons beat Carolina 24-10, to and the Bucs were one of the big surprises of the day. Big day for Baker Mayfield uh, leading the way for Tampa Bay as they wound up winning their game against Minnesota in Minnesota, 20-17, uh, to uh, 17, the final score of that game. So a uh, nice start to the season for uh, Mayfield and the Bucks, and obviously Mayfield now starting for his third third different team in three years. Crazy. Car- First, the, the, of course, drafted by the Browns, then to Carolina, and uh, now uh, Mayfield doing it with Tampa. So Tampa getting off to a uh, a 1-0 start on the season. Maybe the, probably the game of the day, though, had to be in L.A. in SoFi between the Chargers and the uh, Miami Dolphins. What a monster day for Tua Tungavailoa. He threw for 466 yards, three touchdowns in this game, and Tyreek Hill, unbelievable. What a game he had. Caught, uh, I don't know how many passes it was, but 215 yards worth of receiving in uh, receiving yardage. He also caught two touchdowns, including the game winner with the Dolphins trailing 34-30 to late in the, uh, in the, in the second half, just outside the two-minute warning. Tonga Vailoa throw, and, and, and Hill is completely covered in the end zone. Probably about a 15, 20-yard pass. Uh, the defensive back for the Chargers is all over Tyreek. He makes a tremendous catch in the end zone for what proved to be the game-winning touchdown, 36-34, the final score. And then in that final drive, Phillips and company for Miami just overwhelmed Justin Herbert. I mean, they just went backwards on that final drive. So Miami off the way uh, – a terrific start, 36-34. I kept telling my wife, because obviously, you know, we're, as again, I'm watching the red zone, and we're going back and forth all over the place. New England, uh, Denver, you know, uh, L.A. For the, for the Dolphin game. And obviously, I'm rooting for the, for the Chargers in this game. But the Chargers are a paper team. You know, I'm still not sold on Justin Herbert. I know he had a good game yesterday. I'm not sold on him. Um, you know, I certainly don't like their coach, Brandon Staley. And Miami's got a lot of firepower, man. They really do. I mean, that combination of two to Tyreek is uh, one of the best in football right now. So a monster game for Tonga Vailoa, monster game for Tyreek Hill. Dolphins go 1-0 and with that 36-34 win over the L.A. Chargers. And, you know, my buddy, <clears throat> my buddy J.J. is uh, pretty happy about that. All right. Beningo, the Yoda Payne podcast, Monday, September 11th, uh, 2023. Let's get the uh, sponsors in here. We'll start with my... My good buddies over there at the Hackensack Brewing Company, Mike Jones, TJ, Herb, Andre, the whole screw, the whole uh, mishpuka over there. 
Uh, you know the deal. Ten minutes off the GW Bridge in beautiful. Who needs a house out in Hackensack, New Jersey? Uh, tap rooms open four thirty to ten Monday through Friday, two to ten Saturday, twelve to eight Sunday. <coughs> Seventy eight Johnson Avenue, <coughs> right behind the tombstones. Got a big tombstone for the Giants from yesterday, at, at least for Week One. And uh, we'll let you know when the next live podcast will be. Probably sometime in October. I'll probably be seventy years old the next time that we do a live podcast. Uh, sometime more than likely in early October, and uh, we'll see. But we'll either have Evan Roberts or uh, Fireman Ed Anzalone. One of them uh, will be our uh, guest for the night. Of course, we you know uh, Evan now healthy after a little bout with pneumonia, and he couldn't make it to the one two weeks ago. But we'll let we'll keep you posted. The Hackensack Brewing Company, and don't forget now. I'm sure TJ is transitioning now with the older paint beer from the Met colors to the Jet colors as we move into the football season. But uh, check out the Hackensack Brewing Company. And, of course, our good friends, my buddy, uh, my my son, Johnny, as I said, very happy. His Saints are off to a 1-0 start. Wasn't pretty, but you'll take it. 16-15, as I said, their win over Tennessee yesterday in the uh, Superdome. So they're 1-0 in the uh, Derek Carr era. But go see Johnny. Go see Harry, his wonderful boss at a needed discount tire. You need uh, any work done on your car. You need tires. You need your car inspected, anything like that. Go see those guys, at Johnny and Harry, at a needed discount tire in Rivervale, New Jersey, on uh, on Westwood Avenue in Rivervale, and uh, tell them that uh, Beningo sent you. Now, our friends at DraftKings, football is back in full swing with another week of epic games. And... Who's got you covered on the action for every single one of them? It's DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet $5 on football and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Nobody's missing out on the action this season. All DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game this September. Get in the NFL. Get in on the NFL Week 2 action with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use code O the Pain. That's O H T H E P A I N, the name of the podcast, to sign up. New customers can bet just five bucks and take home two hundred instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code O the Pain. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit wwwsot one eight hundred Gambler dot net in New York. Call eight seven seven. Eight Hope NY or text Hope NY four six seven three six nine in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call in Connecticut, I should say. Help is available for problem gambling. Eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 seven. Or you can visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, which I guess is in Kansas because it says KS here. Twenty one plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. I guess that's Ontario, O-N-T. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms terms for eligibility, terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. You're going to bet football. You're going to bet anything. You're going to bet the baseball playoffs coming up. Maybe you're still betting baseball. Whatever it may be, the way to go, of course, is DraftKings, the college football, all of that. So uh, check it out, and we thank DraftKings for another great year uh, with us. All right, Beningo, the O the Pain podcast, NFL week one in the books. You know, the Patriots lost a tough game to the uh, Eagles yesterday, 25-20 to final score 
Eagles jumped out to a quick 16-0 lead in this game as uh, Mac Jones threw a pick hit, a pick six. Darius Slay picking it off and taking it to the house early on in the game. They were down 16-0, but the Pats came back. Jones threw a couple touchdown passes late in the game. Uh, after a uh, Jalen Hurts fumble, the Patriots were able to get the ball, drive for what could have been the winning touchdown. And on a fourth down play, Jones threw, I think it was like fourth and 11. Jones threw a terrific pass to the sideline to the kid Bourne. Looked like he caught it for the first down. You saw the replay. He only got one foot in bounds. That was fourth down, and that was the end of the game. So the Eagles, who didn't look great yes, like I said, they got out to that early lead. I thought their offense, I thought the Patriot defense played pretty well against them yesterday. Like I said, I was all over the place yesterday on the late window, you know, watching all these different games on the, on, on the uh, red zone, which is just, you know, if, you, if you're a football fan and you don't have, <clears throat> you're not watching your team, you don't have one particular game to lock into and you just want to follow everything going on and roll over the NFL, boy, how good is, how good is the red zone? I mean, you just can't say enough good things about it. And, uh, but anyway, the Patriots lose 25-20 yesterday to Philadelphia. And uh, good game, by the way, coming up Sunday night football this coming week. If you're an AFC East guy like we are with the Jets, hey, Miami and New England in Foxborough. So the good news about that game is somebody's got to lose, right? <laughs> somebody's got to lose. I think I actually want to see Miami, New England win because I don't really want to see New England play New England in week three without them having a win. You really want to play New England with New England being 0-2 going into the Jet game? I don't know if I'd be too thrilled about that, no matter what the Jets do, because we got to beat the freaking Patriots. God knows that. But uh, nevertheless, so a good win yesterday by Philadelphia. As like I said, after, uh, they survived the late charge by New England and won it 25-20 on Tom Brady Day. <clears throat> How about that? It was Tom Brady Day yesterday in Foxborough. He was ringing the bell. He had his whole family there. I get not Giselle, of course. All the kids were there. He had his mother and father there, the whole, the whole deal. I guess they retired his number. but uh, And it wasn't exactly like the old days. As like I said, New England winds up losing it 25-20. How about, speaking of impressive debuts, how about Jordan Love yesterday for the Packers, right? They go out there, and I don't know where this love – I mean, so many people like the Chicago Bears. You got to tell me why. I, I don't get it. I mean, I don't think Justin Fields is any good. You know, he's a runner. I mean, you know, Justin Fields is not sitting in the pocket and beating you. I mean, let's be honest about it. And the the Packers whack him yesterday, 38-20 in Chicago, three touchdown passes for Jordan Love. So, you know, maybe it's, you know, Packers, it's unbelievable. I mean, you had a million years of Brett Favre, then you get a million years of Aaron Rodgers, and what's next now? going to be a million years of Jordan Love? Is that what's coming next for Green Bay? Unbelievable. So the Packers, yeah, no Aaron Rodgers, but they don't miss a beat as they blow out the Bears 38-20. to 20. And as I said, Jordan Love with an extremely impressive debut as he goes out there and uh, throws three touchdown passes in that football game. Hell of a job uh, by him, no doubt about it. And like I said, maybe uh, maybe they really got something here. Another game that I was a little surprised about yesterday, and it was a lot closer than I thought it would be, and that was the Jaguars. They had a lot of trouble yesterday with the, with the Colts. Uh, they wound up winning the game 31-21. I know late in the game, the Colts uh, rookie quarterback, Anthony Richardson, got banged up a little bit in the game. I don't know what the status was of him, but the Jags were able to pull it out 31-21. To me, the Jags are by far – I mean, you look at the AFC South. The only team to win in the AFC South yesterday was the Jaguars. Everybody else lost. I don't think it's a, a very good division to begin with. I really don't. And they play the Chiefs next week. That's an interesting game. 
You got the Chiefs coming off that loss on Thursday night to uh, Detroit, going out to going down to Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. So that's that's an interesting game next week, no doubt about it. But Jacksonville survives, 31-21 over the Colts. The kid Richardson looked pretty good. You know, this was a close game for a long time. It was back and forth, and then finally at the end, the Jaguars wound up pulling away. But Richardson looked pretty good uh, for Indy. So we'll keep an eye on him and, uh, you know, see what he turns out to be. But uh, Jacksonville, the only team to win in the AFC South, and I don't see any way that when all is said and done, they do not uh, win that division. All right, Beningo, the Oda Payne podcast. Before I get to the Jets a little bit, I'm just getting ready for the Jet game tonight. How about some of the college football over the weekend? First of all, how about Colorado? I mean, you know, Coach Prime, Deion Sanders. I mean, it's unbelievable. They just beat up. Nebraska, and Nebraska's not very good. Matt Rule now the head coach in Nebraska. Uh, they're 0-2 to start the season. But uh, Colorado, man, this is Shadia Sanders, who is uh, Deion's son, who's the quarterback. He's off to a great start. How about this kid Hunter, the, two, the two-way player for Colorado? I mean, they are loaded with skill position players. Keep an eye on the Colorado Buffaloes. They got to be ran. I haven't seen the rankings come out yet, but college football, they got to be in the top five, don't they? I mean, how, do they, how are they not? And they play Colorado State this week. I'm not sure where that game is. I'm not sure where the uh, if it's where the Colorado State game is yet. Not 100. percent I'm not. I don't know if it's at Colorado State or it's in uh, Boulder uh, at, with uh, with Colorado. And they got Oregon coming up after that. That's going to be an interesting test for the uh, Buffaloes. And the other game of interest on, in uh, Rutgers won again. How about that? They beat Temple. Beat them pretty bad. So they're two and zero. Shiano's got. Got the Scarlet Knights rolling. They even got a uh, a Big Ten win last week over Northwestern. Northwestern's got a lot of issues, but still, Rutgers off to a two and zero start. How about Texas going down to Tuscaloosa and beating up on Alabama? How about that? Thirty four twenty four to final score. Uh, this kid Ewers, the quarterback, looks pretty damn good. He threw a bunch of touchdown passes in this game. They really beat up the uh, Alabama defense. Looks like Nick Saban. And the kid, what's the kid, the quarterback for Alabama, Jalen Milrow? I mean, I don't know if this, what kind of, you know, look, you've had all these quarterbacks at Alabama in recent times. You had Jalen Hurts, you had Tua Tungavailoa, you had Mac Jones, you had Bryce Young, you had all these guys, right, that, you know, all first-round draft choice. Well, well, Jalen Hurts, who's the only one that's been to a Super Bowl, actually was a second-round pick. But, you know, you got all these high draft choices at quarterback. I don't know if Jalen Milrow, is going to be the guy to, you know, take the torch from all these other guys. So they lose 34-24 to Texas. Texas looks very, very good. Steve Sarkeesian looks like he may have the Longhorns, you know, back and running and in national contention again. And remember, next year, Texas goes into the SEC and uh, will probably be playing Alabama on a, on a regular basis every year. So those were the two big takeaways I had in college football. Now, tonight, of course, look, got to get it done tonight. You know, a lot of bad karma in MetLife after what happened. <laughs> I have to say it is. I mean, a lot of bad karma from last night in MetLife Stadium after the beatdown the Giants took at the hands of the Cowboys. Oh, my God. I mean, you got to be kidding me. So, a lot of bad karma there. Let's hope, you know, it all turns around. Jets need to win tonight. I mean, there's no other way to say it. You know, they really do. You don't want to be going to Dallas. Dallas looks like they got really, and their, their defense looks terrific. It really does. And you got to be, you saw the way they overran the giant offensive line. You got to be a little worried about that. And I see with Dwayne Brown uh, tonight with Dwayne Brown and Brees Hall, I'm watching the games yesterday 
and apparently both are questionable for tonight. Now, the Jets could probably get away without Brees Hall playing, all right? You got Dalvin Cook, you got Michael Carter, you got Abanaconda, the rookie. You got a bunch of guys that can run the football, but I don't know if they're getting away without Dwayne Brown tonight. I can tell you that. I mean, who's playing left tackle? Turner? Matt Mitchell? I mean, Max Mitchell? I mean, really? So hopefully Dwayne Brown's okay tonight and he'll be ready to go. But as I said, I saw it yesterday. Both Brees Hall and Dwayne Brown questionable for tonight's game against Buffalo. And I, and look, we heard DJ Reed come out and say, comparing the, the Jet defense to the 85 Bears and all of that, if you want to be the 85 Bears, you got to do two things on defense. You got to hit the quarterback. You got to hit the quarterback. And you got to hit the quarterback again. And you got to f- cause turnovers. You got to take the ball away. You got to sack the quarterback, hit the quarterback, and take the ball away. And if you can do that, you can be the kind of defense that DJ Reed is talking about. And I expect a big night tonight against Josh Allen. I'm pumped up. Let's go. Um, obviously, you know, everything is going to, you know, everything is tonight is going to center around the debut of Aaron Rodgers as Jet quarterback. But I think this game is really more about the defense than it is about Rodgers. I want to see this defense with all these defensive linemen, you know, with Reed and Sauce in the secondary. I want to see it. And remember, Buffalo took a little bit of a hit here. They lost their defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier. We've talked about the, the riff that seems to still be out there, even though they kind of made nice between Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen. I don't love the Bills running game, you know, so we'll see. No Von Miller tonight, so that's going to help the Hall of Fame pass rusher in Buffalo. So, and remember, the Jets did beat Buffalo. Like, probably should have beat him twice. I mean, they beat him in MetLife with Zach Wilson at quarterback and in that tough loss in Buffalo when Mosley jumped offside on that fourth down play when the Bills weren't going to run a play. And then, of course, Mike White getting drilled by Rich Milano and Brett busting his ribs, and that really was the end of the year for the Jets. But, but nevertheless, uh, so we'll see tonight. I'll be there. I'm pumped up. It's going to be a crazy atmosphere. It's going to be a playoff-like atmosphere tonight at MetLife Stadium. There's no doubt about it. All, all the boys will be there. I'll be there with Cousin Bro tonight, the great Dr. Danny Conti. Uh, Kenny will be there. Scarabaggio, of course. Can't do a show without mentioning his name. <laughs> Joey Jet Lazuski will be there with his tailgate going. Ira from Staten Island. All the big Jet fans will be there tonight. Let's go out there and kick freaking Buffalo's ass. Let's get rid of that stinky karma that the Giants put out there last night, and let's go out there and start out 1-0 and and uh, get this season off and running. Enjoy it tonight. I'll be back tomorrow to break down the Jet game. All the love.